I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Spring is here, so plan on attending the Bighorn Home Builders Home and Garden Show April 21st through the 23rd. First Federal is proud to be a major sponsor of this awesome community event. So if you're buying your first home, upgrading to a larger home, or building your dream home and need help with financing, the First Federal Bank and Trust team is ready to help you make it happen with a variety of loan programs, refinancing options, and lot and construction loans. Making home happen wherever you are. First Federal Bank and Trust, member FDIC. She pulled out the mobile in the pouring rain, moving through the darkness like a hurricane. The Wild Theater, in conjunction with Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Sheridan, presents the multi-award winning Queen of Bluegrass, Rhonda Vincent in the Rage, 7 p.m. Friday, April 21st at Sheridan's Wild Theater. White smoke rolling, whistle blowing, listen to her engine keep in with a passion for music that evolved into a successful career in bluegrass, Rhonda Vincent is a firecracker of talent that powers one of the hottest bands in any genre of music today. As I cry beneath that old misery moves. Don't miss Rhonda Vincent and the Rage, Friday, April 21st at the Wild Theater. Tickets available now at the Wild Theater box office or online at wildtheater.com. With more than 30 years of providing excellent service to Sheridan area businesses, Parker Mellinger has the knowledge and expertise to help solve your bookkeeping problems, answer questions about IRS notices, and discuss your business concerns. Schedule a review of your financial records today and we'll find solutions that work best for you. Ask about our exclusive fixed price agreement, one annual fee, unlimited phone calls and meetings. Parker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue, Sheridan. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, they have a wide selection of estate jewelry, including gold, silver, and platinum. With new items arriving weekly, now is the perfect time to stop in. Items include pre-owned Rolex watches, vintage and modern rings, pendants, earrings, and more, all at great values. They're also buyers of gold, silver, and platinum jewelry, paying maximum prices for diamonds and fine gemstones. So hurry in to Legacy Diamond and Gems, where quality and value are always in stock. Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street, downtown Sheridan. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Open Lines, Aaron Palmer. And good morning on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Aaron Palmer along with Ron Richter. And this morning, our guest host is Jesse Ludekaus, who is the Sheridan County Emergency Management Coordinator. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. No problem. We've we've got some things to talk about. It looked like it might be a little eh, a little worse than it, it may turn out here a few weeks ago, but so far we're okay. I mean, the weather hasn't gotten too warm, and that was one of the concerns was possible flooding because with the amount of snow we've had, if we got some kind of warm weather, we were looking at all that coming down at once. So one of the, one of the questions we had last week. On the uh, first Northern Bank poll question was, how concerned are you 
about potential flooding from the snowmelt and spring runoff this year? That was the question. And not too surprised here. Um, very concerned, somewhat concerned, or not concerned at all, and basically very concerned and somewhat concerned ran off with it by like three times. Nice play on words. What? You just said ran off, you know, the spring runoff. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> ran off with it, gotcha. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Thanks for pointing that out. Did you? You got it too? See, I'm oblivious. Um, very concerned. We had 248 votes. Somewhat concerned, 239, so real close there. But those two outnumbered the not concerned at all, which was 108. So people, at least uh, our pollsters, anyway, pollsters, poll persons, poll people, are uh, the poll people. at least looking at the possibility that it could be not good. Yeah, I think it's interesting that uh, it's almost dead even between very concerned and somewhat concerned. It just basically means that it's on people's minds. Yeah. People are cognizant of it. I mean, I, I think living where we live, you know that it, it's going to flood somewhere every year, even when we don't have a large snowpack as we do this year. You mm-hmm. know, we don't, we didn't have the winter that we had this year. I think uh, people are, are pretty cognizant that uh, it's going to flood in the spring and early summer here. Well, and Jesse and I were talking about this before we went on the air that, um, you know, I live in Buffalo and the last big flood that they had down there was not um, due to spring runoff, but it was a thunderstorm that came through mm-hmm. and just dumped on the bighorns and all that area. And, yes. it, and it, it ended up in my basement, you know, so all of North Buffalo, which, which is where I live, that's where you know everybody every year, every time there's a thunderstorm, we all kind of look at yeah, up toward the mountain and go, hey, is that stuff coming down or not? But it's it's something that we live with in this part of the of the world because it happens. And mm-hmm. it doesn't happen all the time, but as you said, there is a little bit of flooding every year with spring runoff. Just depends on where it is. Jesse, we brought you in because you. Uh, what is emergency management looking at doing this year? I mean, what kind of things are you preparing for? What, what are you? What are you doing? <laughs> I guess with this possible issue. So. I think the biggest thing is is just getting the word out there so that people can become prepared as best as possible for an eventual runoff. And like you stated, there's always runoff. There's always um, there's always flooding of some kind that takes place here in Sheridan. That's just standard. But uh, you know we have the ingredients that we need for a bad uh, runoff and bad flooding and it's just whether or not they come together or not is just the question. So me getting out here and being able to get on the radio and, and other media to hopefully get people prepared by, you know, sandbagging if possible and getting their homes prepared as much as possible is, is the biggest thing that we're trying to do right now. Um, Go ahead. So this, the state and local government is, constantly planning and preparing and getting things situated in different locations for if the bad thing happens and there is major flooding, then we can address that as quick as possible. And so we have plans both locally and on the state level. And uh, we, in a couple of weeks, all the emergency managers from around the state will be coming together as we do every spring. And we talk about uh, what uh, preparedness we have for uh, flood and spring runoff and uh, what resources there are both on a local level and on a state level. Okay. 
Jackson Electric Open Line. Um, if you have something you'd like to talk about or to add to the discussion we're having, call 674-4443 or 672-5763. And we're discussing flooding. So one of the things that in, in being prepared or, or looking at a possible uh, flooding situation in Sheridan County, Johnson County, anywhere along the Bighorns here is weather. And I guess one of the things to be concerned with is higher temperatures, but that's not necessarily the only thing to be concerned with, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's great if we have higher temperatures and no rain, then that's great because then we can get some runoff as we have here in Sheridan where we're getting a lot of that major snow melt uh, without the rain attached to it. The big floods that we had in 2019, that was the problem was that we had high temperatures, but then we had a lot of rain all at the same time with snowpack. And that's what caused those major flooding. So again, we have all those ingredients here. We have a large snowpack. We have, um, you know, warm temperatures that happen and things like that. But when those come together at one time, that's when we have major flooding concerns. And that's up to Mother Nature whether that's going to happen or not. Okay, gotcha. So rain possible, but rain and High temperatures, bad. That's correct. Yes, okay. absolutely. We've got a couple of callers waiting. Uh, caller number one, you're on the Jackson Electric open line. Go ahead. Yes, would that be me? Yes, that would be you. Okay, I'd like to make a comment. It's a change of topic, but the Tuesday Sheridan Press had a brief article on the front page, School District 2 provides housing opportunities. And a Michelle Sullivan from the Homer and Mildred Scott Foundation board was there and made the remark that uh, they had contributed uh, $500,000 to School District 2 to buy some housing, which will be used uh, in the district regarding uh, temporary housing for teachers, etc. Well, there's a little bit more to the story, and I'll be real brief. What they bought was a fourplex and a duplex. The fourplex was built in 1976 and the duplex 1978. It's property on the old normative service campus. I think the public knows the normative service campus closed 220 some acres and it was purchased by Community Impact Inc. That is a for-profit arm um, of Homer and Mildred Scott. It, it's a uh, by uh, for profit. These properties are now on the tax rolls. Okay, when the school district made those purchases, they purchased the, the original asking price, $1,500,000. Homer and Mildred Scott Foundation knocked $500,000 off, uh, off, the, off the value of what they were selling. School District 2 paid a million dollars for a fourplex and for a duplex in the old uh, normative services campus. They also closed uh, on a 1938 house out there that had belonged to Don Brayton. He had been a banker at First Interstate. That, I don't know what they paid for it. That was more recent uh, that that purchase was made. Also, Community Impact Inc. for profit uh, is renting six additional standalone homes on 128 acres out there to the Memorial Hospital. Memorial Hospital is uh, paying 2200 a month for each of those structures. 
they in turn then rent them out to people associated. Maybe a doctor moves into the community, needs a rental until he can find a home for himself. So these are, uh, it wasn't exactly uh, stated as clearly as it could have been, yes, school district two dropped a million bucks on a fourplex and a duplex out there in that old area, part of that campus. And there's still something to buy. If you want to buy 20 acres with a football field, a gymnasium, and some dormitories, you can, if you want, get a hold of Community Impact, Inc., and see what they're selling for. Okay, thank you. That's what I wanted to comment on. It wasn't the full uh, sandwich there, and I kind of filled in the blanks. And thank you so much. Okay, thank you. All right, we have another caller online. Uh, caller, you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Go ahead. Good morning, and thanks for letting me come on. Um, you're welcome. My name is Stella Montana with AARP, and I wanted to uh, advertise an emergency preparedness workshop that we have tomorrow, Saturday, April 15th, since you guys were talking about emergency preparedness. Okay. We have this event at it, the registration is at 8:30 and the uh, workshop starts at 9 so it goes from 9 to 12 we have some breakout sessions it is lo- the location is at the LDS church here in Sheridan and again it's an, a Wyoming emergency preparedness workshop we weren't set up to talk about flooding because you're going to do that and you're doing a great job with that i love what i'm hearing but we will have a lot of other things for emergencies in place, whether, you know, we had quite a winter and, and there are people that weren't prepared when they had to be off the road for a few hours. So we will be talking about that and how to prepare food and what maybe you need to, if, if you if you're, can't get out and you're shut in for a couple of days and how much water and medications for, for adults people and pets and we have all of that that we'll have at the emergency preparedness workshop tomorrow again saturday april 15th 8 30 to 12. yes and i will also be a guest speaker there at the uh, start of that session well so great <laughs> so see we have great speakers you're already you're already there so thank you very very much for your program and uh, I appreciate it. And I'm just going to do one more quick plug. If anybody has not heard, you're invited to a Wyoming, AARP Wyoming free screening of A Man Called Otto at the Wyo Theater today at 2 o'clock. So come on down and enjoy a free movie, free popcorn, and free drink on AARP. Okay, very good. AAR, AARP so doing some great things for the community. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break right there. We are uh, on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Jesse Ludekaus, Sheridan County Emergency Management Coordinator. We're discussing flooding and other stuff. We'll be back right after this. Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home? 
wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to go. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're excited to help you with your next painting project. We have added the PPG line of paints along with our True Value paint line. This allows you so many new and exciting options for your next project. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing the right product, we're here to help. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. Theater, in conjunction with Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Sheridan, presents the multi-award winning Queen of Bluegrass, Rhonda Vincent and the Rage, 7 p.m. Friday, April 21st at Sheridan's Wild Theater. With a passion for music that evolved into a successful career in bluegrass, Rhonda Vincent is a firecracker of talent that powers one of the hottest bands in any genre of music today. As I cry beneath that old misery moon. Don't miss Rhonda Vincent and the Rage, Friday, April 21st at the Wild Theater. Tickets available now at the Wild Theater box office or online at wildtheater.com. Are you a Main Street business in Sheridan that is concerned about the upcoming Main Street Road construction project? Have you thought about how you're going to keep folks coming into your location? Why not use the radio that you are listening to right now to let people know that you are open or about any special deals you are running? Sheridan Media is currently running advertising specials for any Main Street business located between Dow and Coffeen from April to October during the duration of the construction season. We also have special rates for the Country Bounty. If you want to learn more, and you know that you do, contact me, Bob Grammons, at Sheridan Media. Or me, Whitney Kessner, at 751-8389 for more information. Sheridan Media is an employee-owned, Sheridan-based company that cares deeply about our clients, and we want to do what we can to keep our community moving during this time. We look forward to speaking to you about this exciting opportunity. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, and I am Aaron Palmer along with Ron Richter and our special guest host today, Jesse Ludekaus, who is the Sheridan County Emergency Management Coordinator. That is quite a mouthful, but I did get it out without stumbling. So That's correct. That's we're talking about flooding, and one of the things that we're concerned with, obviously, in the springtime is spring runoff. And let's talk about preparedness, how we're going to... What exactly is the county and the city and emergency management? I guess you guys are all kind of coordinating this together for people to be prepared in case there is flooding. So let's talk about that. So uh, the county has numerous uh, sandbag locations throughout the throughout the county at different locations. So Bighorn, the city of Sheridan, the fairgrounds, uh, Ranchester, Dayton, Story, all have sandbag locations where people can come and pre-fill or fill sandbags so there's bags and sand and then you you know there's usually a shovel or bring your own and gloves and fill your own sandbags i mean the best we can do is be prepared for runoff and uh flooding but uh can't control mother nature so there's no way to stop it if it's coming it's just um trying to 
plug up those areas that water may enter into your residence around doors, for example, and things like that to try to divert the water around basement your, windows, basement, basement windows. Basement windows. Yep. Yes, exactly. So if you can put some sandbags there, that will usually help prevent the water from coming into the interior residence as best as possible. So we have had quite a few groups that have reached out to me to um, assist with sandbagging. We just had, um, you know, we have a veteran group that's going to be coming out here um, on the 22nd. So not uh, this Saturday, but next Saturday at the fairgrounds and from nine to 11 and uh, anybody else that would like to come and do a sandbag party and assist us in making sandbags, for people that maybe can't do it themselves, uh, that would be helpful. And that's at the fairgrounds there. So we'll have a sandbag filling machine, lots of sandbags, and hopefully a lot of hands on deck to help us pre-fill sandbags for anybody that may need those. Um, that's one of our uh, big things that we're doing. Um, and so that's that's been uh, a big help having that uh, that ability. And then just reporting anything, any flooding that takes place, um, you can uh, send me an email and or uh, call, and you can find all that information on Sheridan County's website. And you just type in Sheridan County Emergency Management, you know, Google that, and my website will come right up with all my contact information with email and phone numbers and, and uh, whatnot there. So, Jesse, tell me how important it is to have people report any and all flooding and, and how that plays into what you guys do. Yeah. So first, if, if there is flooding and it's an emergency, then you want to call the, you know, the police department and dispatch. If it's something that's an emergency that somebody needs um, you know, rescuing from or something like that, don't, don't call my office. I can't help you with any of that. And I'm not manning it 24 seven, but um, if it's just reporting that, hey, there's some water, uh, you know, flooding in this field or um, it's getting real high at the creek level and things like that, um, I can't be in all places. We have stream gauge um, monitoring locations throughout the county. And again, you can go to my website and you can see that. And it's through the National Weather Service is where that data comes. Uh, well, we send the data to the National Weather Service and then they report it on their website. And so, um, you know, we have a stream gauge monitor at... Big Goose, Little Goose, Goose Creek, um, all those, and then up in the mountains. But it's not going to cover all locations. So if we're seeing some, uh, you know, if we have people that call in and say, let me know that there's flooding in these locations, then I can usually go out there, check it out. And that allows me to get that information to the National Weather Service. And they're the ones that are responsible for issuing flood watches and warnings. Um, so... When it comes to those watches and warnings that are issued, again, the responsibility of that is through the National Weather Service. Um, I just report the information to them, and then they make the ultimate determination if there's going to be a watch or a warning that's issued for flooding. So, But it does help to have people notifying me of what's going on sure. because I'm only one person. Right. So. Can't be everywhere. Like that's correct. Say. Um, Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We are discussing flooding, potential flooding this spring in Sheridan, Johnson counties, anywhere along the Bighorns. And if you want to talk about that, if you have a question for Emergency Management Coordinator Jesse Ludekaus or something else you would like to talk about, numbers to call 674-4443 or 672-5763. Um, information on bags. If people are not aware or didn't hear, where can they go to get that information? 
I think the quickest and easiest is uh, if it's during the workday, Monday through Friday, you can use your phone, um, landline or cell phone, and dial 211. So Wyoming 211, I've partnered with them so that um, they're able to provide that information to anybody that calls. So that really um, there's somebody on the line that will be able to answer your call and then hopefully direct you to the best location that's for you. Closest to you. Closest to you. So um, if you forget where those locations are, just dial 211 on your landline or cell phone, and then somebody will be able to pick up. And that's Monday through Friday during regular work hours. Um, and you can also go to my website. It has all that information also. Gotcha. Okay, perfect. we got a couple of callers waiting. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, talk to caller number one. You are on the Jackson Electric open line. Go ahead. Good morning again. Good morning. Uh, and uh, you know, I know people can come you know, prepare uh, all kinds of different ways, but sometimes, no matter what you do, uh, it just isn't going to work. Uh, give an example of, of a worst-case scenario that could occur. Um, do you remember, are you old enough to remember where the Maverick Supper Club was? No. Nobody? Okay. <laughs> you know, old, <laughs> old Highway 87 uh Used to bypass what's uh, or, or took a shortcut in there by the where the Bighorn Y is right now. Okay, that road cuts across that corner there, and that building was located back there, um, east of the Bighorn Y. Anyway, uh, I had taken a ride with my grandfather out to Story, and when we went through the, the Woodland Park area, he looked at Little Goose, which was up in the grass on the banks, and and it was flooding. But it wasn't anything very serious. We went to Story. We came back, and we were uh, just past where the tank farm is now. And um, we got caught in a cloudburst. And we just had to stop. We couldn't even go any further. The windshield wiper wouldn't handle it. When it finally quit, we could look over to that drainage that's over to the west of the highway and... uh, see little chicken houses and trees and stuff going down there. And as we came down the hill toward Bighorn Y, that whole thing was a lake. The only thing you could see, there weren't, it wasn't built up at that time, the only thing you could see was the tip of the roof of the big of that uh, Maverick Supper Club. Oh, jeez. And uh, we had to turn around and go back and um, go out through Prairie Dog and, and find another way to get home because you couldn't go through there. It was just uh, in one case that uh, the area had water, and all of a sudden it had more water <clears throat> from an un- a totally unexpected source. And so those are some of the things that can happen. And I I have seen that that whole Y totally covered with water and and turned into a, a lake. <laughs> so there's you know a few things to think about, and I don't know how a person would even begin to handle something like that, no matter what kind of machinery or anything else you could do would would affect anything like that. Yeah, you're totally making great points when it comes to uh, we can only help to mitigate those chances and disasters, but uh, we can't control Mother Nature. So sometimes no matter all the preparedness in the world is not going to stop it from happening, uh, we can only just uh, attempt. And and I think you're touching on another important point too in that uh if you see flooding and you see flood waters don't drive or try to go through those 
turn around, go a different direction as you did in that circumstance, because uh, we do have too many people that drowned or, you know, only takes a couple of inches of water running across the roadway for it to sweep away a car. So, um, well, know. here's another thing that enters into the equation. You probably are aware of that situation over there just past Powder River on the interstate. Uh, you going towards Gillette where they had that uh, creek channel there. The highway department put in a, a culvert to handle this little stream, but not realizing the kind of territory they were draining there. And that course, they had some rains up there and it just flooded over. It closed the interstate. The rancher that lived there said, you guys are making a mistake. You need to, you need to put a bridge in something more than just a culvert. And, uh, if you look at the topographical layout here, the, uh, interstate fill that goes across the big goose north of town. Yes. If you were to jam a if you were to jam a house or a tree and into those underpasses, that'd make a beautiful dam. True. If you had an extraordinary amount of water that comes down through this town. Absolutely. You think about that for a while. Yeah, no kidding. Well, as we said hey. thanks, caller. <laughs> as uh as he said, you know, we can only prepare for what we think is going to happen. And if something catastrophic happens, then, you know, what can you do? Uh, are we going to take a break or do we want to go to the caller? Okay, we'll take a break right there. This is the Jackson Electric Open Line. We'll be back in just a few. To the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Right now, all individual recliners, accent chairs, and club chairs are on sale at Moss Holders Design Center. With loads of in-stock options, you can find the chair or recliners that fit your needs best. Even if you can't find the perfect option in stock, all special orders will be discounted as well. Choose from swivel chairs, fabric or leather recliners, and chairs with matching ottomans. Every chair and every recliner will be discounted. That's Moss Holders Chair and Recliner Sale, going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. It's your comfort zone, your place to unwind. So why not have it be exactly how you want it? That's right, it's time to spruce up your home. If you're thinking about countertop remodeling in your kitchen, bar, or bathroom, now is the perfect time with the Bighorn Home Builders Home Show coming up to stop by the Sheridan Custom Stone booth and see what your future could have in store. So when you're ready for the big remodel, the big remodel will be ready for you. Visit Sheridan Custom Stone at 1765 South Sheridan Avenue or come see them at the home show next week to start your dream project. In an idealized, seductively mythical Vienna of the past, a wise woman woman of the world is involved with a much younger lover. She is ultimately forced to accept the laws of time, giving him up to a pretty young heiress. Find out how it all unfolds in the Metropolitan Opera's presentation of Strauss's most popular opera, De Rosen Cavalier. 10 a.m. Saturday, April 22nd at Sheridan's Wild Theater. 
Whether you're planting a tree or digging a foundation, contact One Call of Wyoming at 1-800-849-2476 or 811. Call two business days before you dig. It's free and required by law. Repairs to utilities can be expensive. Cutting a gas line or electrical line can be deadly. No matter if it's weekend yard work or major construction, call One Call of Wyoming at 1-800-849-2476 or 811. Sponsored by Public Service Commission, Wyoming Association of Broadcasters in this station. The follow message is presented by Century21BHJ.com. Hi, I'm a fourth grader from Coffeen Elementary. I'm one of the students taking part in Expedition Yellowstone. It's a week-long learning experience from Yellowstone Rangers. My teacher says we'll get to learn outdoors in a way that can't be duplicated and will be a memory we'll have forever. Me and my fellow students have been doing fundraising, but we're asking for your financial support to get us there. If you can help, please contact Coffeen Elementary. Thank you. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, and joining us as our guest host this morning is Jesse Ludekaus, who is the Sheridan County Emergency Management Coordinator. And I understand we have a caller on hold. Thank you for holding, but go ahead, caller. You're on the air. Hi. I was just needing to find out if there's a phone number that he was talking about reporting flooding. Um, But some of us don't do the cell phone thing, you know, or the Internet. Is there a phone call or a phone number, I mean? Because I already have flooding. <laughs> yeah. That's that's, that's like not deep. any it's good. As, it's as deep as a cattle panel. Sure. So if yeah. you want to just let me know uh, the area, and then, then I can go. Uh, out on Murphy there. Gulch. Okay, perfect. Thank you. I'll uh, go out there and take, take a look later today. Okay. It's on Brookie, between Brookie and Railroad. Okay. Thank you for it's that information. Deep. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, we've been having some localized flooding already from just the spring runoff um, with the the high temperatures. Where I just uh, you know I think that the some of the drainages are already are either frozen or just not draining into the the rivers and the creeks like they would. So we are having some localized pooling. So this is more or less kind of just n- normal quote unquote flooding that we get during the year. But it's one of the things you're looking at is could get worse. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So that's where the preparedness comes in. Yep. We. What are some of the areas? I mean, obviously, are around the creeks, but I mean, what are some of the areas in Sheridan County that are prone to flooding? I mean, if if we get a catastrophic event, it's going to be the entire county. I get that, but what are the areas that uh, say somebody moved into Sheridan last year? Yeah. What are the areas that people need to be looking at as possible flooding? Yeah. So each year we have some. Flooding that usually takes place around Beckton and Leopard Street is just kind of common within the city. Um, and then we also kind of further out on Coffeen Avenue and Cottonwood Drive kind of area is usually pretty pretty prone to flooding almost every year. So those are kind of the the key places that we that I try to keep a lookout on, just normal-wise. Um, and then, you know, I do try to keep an eye out on uh, out in Dayton and Ranchester just along the, the creeks and, and areas out there too sometimes if especially if there's ice jams or other things and that can cause some flooding. Um, and then depending on the runoff that's coming off the mountains during certain times can also cause issues in those areas. Okay. Um, one of the things that we talked about earlier was higher temperatures are not good in the springtime for runoff. And then, of course, adding rain on top of those is, is what leads to these issues. But so far, at least as far as I've, I've seen on the extended outlooks. We're looking at probably mid-50s mm-hmm. 
through the end of the month. So that's good news for us? Yeah, that's that's great news. Um, you know, typically up in the mountains, we're looking at about 20 degrees cooler up there. So, you know, gradual warm up is, is a good thing. Um, and as long as we don't have any major storms that just sit on top of the mountains and dump a lot of rain, that's when it's going to accelerate snow runoff because we do have a good snowpack up there. So um, we don't want that to come down too quickly because that will cause the creeks to rise and then we end up with flooding. Ron, you, you've done some stories on this. What are we looking at as far as snowpack in this region? Um, I'd heard uh, statistics that they're like 130, 140% of yeah. quote-unquote normal snowpack. The median, yeah. It, it's it's pretty substantial. I mean, we haven't had a snowpack up in the mountains like this for quite some time. And I heard Jackson is like they had... I don't know, 80 some odd inches of snow and all the, the you know, the ski Resorts, areas up yeah. there were like, you know, having a crazy time and yeah. enjoying it, but it's, it's all going to come down at some point. Yeah. Well, in, let's just hope it comes down slowly and methodically. You okay. know. Again, let's uh, touch on if, if people need sandbags, where can they go? So um, again, the information you can call is 211 and then to get sandbags, but you can go to the city of um, Sheridan, the service center here on Crow Lane, they're usually open Monday through Friday from <clears throat> 7.30 to 4. Um, Story has their fire hall that they have uh, sand and sandbags. Bighorn at the fire hall. The county shop for uh, is open Monday through Thursday, and that's until about 4.30. The county fairgrounds is open usually uh, all the time. The gates are open there. So um, along the west side fence line, you can find unfilled sandbags and um, sand at that location. That's probably our most popular location that we have. Ranchester Town Hall, Dayton Town Shop, and all of those, again, are good locations. And then um, if those supplies are running low, um, you know, if you're there, there's usually signs there that have my number on it. So you can call me and let me know that those that's low. But um, my uh, number is 752-2174. So um, you can let me know. Again, it's hard for me to get there on the weekend. We do use Molinax is uh, usually where we get most of our sand from. The county does. And so they have been great in that um, knowing that this sand that I'm purchasing is going towards helping the community. They've given us a discount on how much we've how much we purchase, um, you know, the, the price on that. So that's been great for Molinax to do that for us. And so far, the county has purchased uh, over 300 tons of sand and over 15,000 sandbags have gone out to the community so far this year. So keep in mind, I don't know if people are aware of this. People that have used this service in the past obviously know this, but these are not sandbags that are full. You actually have to go and put the work in for the sandbags, throw them in your pickup, wherever. But just be aware of that, that you're not going to go out there and just pick up sandbags and throw them in your rig. You actually have to fill them, tie them up put them where you need to go and then yeah. take them home. Yeah. So on Wednesday I had a call from the VOA, which was awesome. They said, Hey, we have a group of people that we can bring and, and some men that are willing to do some volunteer work and fill up some sandbags for you. Or can, can they help? And so I said, yeah, go up to the fairgrounds and I met them up there. And you know, there was a good group of guys that worked really hard and spent a few hours and they filled up you know, well over a thousand sandbags that was on Wednesday evening. By Thursday afternoon, all those pre-filled sandbags were gone. So uh, they never last long if we'd even do have a pile of, 
uh, pre-filled ones from some volunteer group. They're usually gone by the next afternoon and I don't know when they're going to happen. So, um, yeah, that's, you do need to come prepared, bring, bring gloves. Um, there's usually a shovel, but if you have a shovel, bring a shovel. There's a cone that's usually on a stand. If you just put that sandbag underneath that cone and then use the cone kind of as a, as a funnel, that way your hands aren't getting hit by the, the blade of the <laughs> shovel, which we've seen. Um, that's usually very helpful. So um, I also wanted to point out too that anybody can monitor the stream gauges that we have. And so you can go to my website and that has a link to the National Weather Service and it shows you all the stream gauge locations and what the flood stages have been or the crests have been for each year and, and what they're looking like. So you can see them if they're increasing or decreasing. Kind um, of give everybody a heads up before the fact. Right. Of. Yeah, um, you're always welcome to to call me, but um, that's another great way just to to get the information online. And you can see actually a graph there when you click on those. It shows you increasing or decreasing and and what the crests have been in the previous years. Okay, Jackson Electric open line Friday. If you have something you want to talk about or want to talk about what we are talking about, which is uh, flooding, then uh, numbers to call 674-4443 or 672-5763. We're going to take our last break, and uh, we'll be back and talk with Jesse Ludikaus, Emergency Management Coordinator, and whatever you want to talk about. Jackson Electric Open Line, right after this. Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Champion Funeral Home is dedicated to providing compassionate and personalized service to your families. They provide support, personable care, and affordable prices to Sheridan and Johnson County and surrounding areas. Champion Funeral Home has been family owned and operated since 1911. They will comfort you in your time of need and provide your family with a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Contact Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6369. Are you happy with your employment situation? Or are you thinking it's time to spring forward into a better job than the one you currently have? If so, plan to attend the Career Network Fair Wednesday, April 26th from 11 to 4 in the Sheridan College Golden Dome. Employers will be available to discuss various opportunities available and to answer any questions you have. This career fair is sponsored by Sheridan College, the Sheridan VA, and Wyoming Workforce Services. Life can be fast-paced and it can be hard to get things done, but we're here to help make your home loan process easy. Hi, this is Whitney Sweeney, mortgage loan originator at First Northern Bank of Wyoming. While we'd love to see you, we also offer an easy online mortgage application to help apply for a home loan in just minutes. We offer competitive rates and can get you pre-qualified same day. Visit firstnorthern.bank to start your application today or give us a call at 673-HOME. We look forward 
forward to helping you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 1124841. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. Are you feeling good that spring is finally here? <laughs> yeah, makes me want to shop. Well, speaking of shopping, if you've been putting off buying a new car, now is a good time to do so. Really? Tell me more. Trade-in values are still high, and at Sheridan Honda, we price our vehicles to be the lowest price within 500 miles. So even with interest rates creeping up, you're still getting a great deal. I didn't think about it like that. And for well-qualified buyers, we can even get you 60 days payment-free so you can really enjoy your spring in the Bighorn. Shop great deals at Sheridan Honda. We are so ready for spring, and here's a sign that it's actually on its way. The 2023 Home and Garden Show is happening April 21st through 23rd at the Sheridan Ramada Plaza. Whether it's something new or all of those spring projects, your new dream patio, a whole new kitchen, or maybe a new roof, this show will help you get started. The Home and Garden Show is sponsored by the Bighorn Home Builders Association of Sheridan, whose members are committed to promoting the highest standards in the building industry. This announcement brought to you by Farmers Co-op Country Store on Coffee Avenue, home of the 99-cent soda. The Sheridan JCs invite all new and expecting parents to a community baby shower and resource fair April 22nd from 9 to noon at First Baptist Church. There will be many community organizations and services providing information, and thanks to our generous sponsors, numerous giveaways you won't want to miss. Visit Sheridan JCs on Facebook for more information. Right now, all individual recliners, accent chairs, and club chairs are on sale at Moss Holders Design Center. With loads of in-stock options, you can find the chair or recliners that fit your needs best. Even if you can't find the perfect option in stock, all special orders will be discounted as well. Choose from swivel chairs, fabric or leather recliners, and chairs with matching ottomans. Every chair and every recliner will be discounted. That's Moss Holders Chair and Recliner Sale, going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. It's your comfort zone, your place to unwind. So why not have it be exactly how you want it? That's right, it's time to spruce up your home. If you're thinking about countertop remodeling in your kitchen, bar, or bathroom, now is the perfect time with the Bighorn Home Builders Home Show coming up to stop by the Sheridan Custom Stone booth and see what your future could have in store. So when you're ready for the big remodel, the big remodel will be ready for you. Visit Sheridan Custom Stone at 1765 South Sheridan Avenue or come see them at the Home Show next week to start your dream project. In an idealized, seductively mythical Vienna of the past, a wise woman of the world is involved with a much younger lover. She is ultimately forced to accept the laws of time, giving him up to a pre-